Recorded live.
I belong to you, Lord. Good morning, good morning. This is Morning Glory. I'm Apostle Darlene, and this is our magnificent Monday. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. Isn't it comforting to know, hallelujah, that there's a constant in your life, that there's something that never changes? Glory to God. Hallelujah. For all those that accept you one day and reject you another. Hallelujah. For those that come in and out of your life, for the circumstances, many have worked on jobs 30 years or longer, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's time to retire, or you get a pink slip, or the place closes down. Hallelujah. I remember uh, years ago that everybody was, you know, get a job in the post office. You know, you'll have that job for life. And for a lot of people, you know, that was the case. But now that all the different kinds of uh, technology have come about, you know, where you have email and a lot of times you don't even want to do paper. Uh, Many companies are offering you, you know, paperless bills, meaning that there's no need to even use the post office. Come on now. We have post offices are being closed down. Hallelujah. What I'm saying is that everything else is going to change. Hallelujah. The Bible even says that heaven and earth will pass away. Glory to God. But God's word will stand. And when he told you that he loved you, hallelujah, glory to God, and that he loved you with an everlasting love. Everlasting means just that. It's going to last forever. He loves you, and you belong to him. Hallelujah. And for those of us that are part of any kind of groups or things, hallelujah, you know that in groups, glory to God, uh, you're, you you have a camaraderie. Hallelujah. You take care of each other. Hallelujah. Even in the uh, the groups and things that are a part of the world, my, 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 many times, sometimes, you know, they're more faithful to each other uh, because they're bonded together with, you know, uh, some uh, ulterior motives. But for the most part, hallelujah, if you belong to somebody, hallelujah, and you're part of a group, glory to God, hallelujah. Usually the only time that you're not part of the group is when you decide to leave. Just like you, hallelujah, I don't know how many people join me to their groups. Come on now, hallelujah. Ah, For the most part, uh, everyone in divine destiny, hallelujah, they've come their self or they were invited because they were part of another ministry that I was a part of, hallelujah, or other people are adding people. But very rarely do I just add somebody, you know, oh, let me just add them. No, hallelujah. And so sometimes you're added to groups, and like uh, myself, I've been added to groups that they don't even speak English. I'm like, how did I get in this group? <laughs> hallelujah. Ratande Shabbaya. A glory to God. And so, you know, you leave the group. Ah, but there's somebody mm-hmm, that loves you. And when he says, I belong to you and you belong to me, he meant it. When he made that covenant with you, glory to God, when you invited him into your life, hallelujah, that covenant was sealed with the blood of Jesus. And we know that to be so, because even for some of us, hallelujah, and I'm not talking about me. In this case, you know, I always put myself with everybody. But I have to distinguish this. Uh, Many people have backslidden and left. Have I done things I shouldn't have done? Absolutely. But there was never a time once I got to know him that I walked away and said, "Uh uh-uh, this is not what I want. No, no, no. Hallelujah. Once I fell in love with this man, Christ Jesus, I made some mistakes, just like all the rest of us. Hallelujah. But I never, ever backslid. 
But I'm saying that to say that uh, there's people that leave him. Hallelujah. And then just like the prodigal son, he's standing there with his arms wide open saying, come on. Hallelujah. He even tells us, glory to God, that the shepherd should leave the 99. Come on now and go out there and get that one that's uh, backslidden, that's left the fold. Glory to God. That's important to him. Every single person, hallelujah, that God's in covenant with, it's important to him. Everybody, period, is important to him, but even more so to them that receive him become the sons and daughters of God. And so I'm glad this morning, hallelujah, that I belong to him. You know, I've been in some other groups, and I was, you know, grateful to be a part of those groups and blah, blah, blah. But the group that I'm so excited to be part of is the household of faith. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad that everyone on this line, hallelujah, I'm sure, is part of that family. And for those that have uh, uh, invited their friends or family members that aren't, glory to God, a part of the household of faith, that haven't asked Jesus to be in their life, glory to God. And for those that might hear this on YouTube, I invite you uh, to come and just ask Jesus to come into your heart, hallelujah, uh, to claim you from your sin and just to believe that he is who he says he is and that he died for you and that he's coming back again the bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the same shall be saved i remember when i got saved it just seemed so simple like okay but i did notice hallelujah that my appetite started changing hallelujah i, I watched myself a uh, change and and some of the things i wanted to do they no longer interested me come on now the veil started coming off my eyes and it seemed so simple and that's what I've been trying to say for years and more years, that man makes things complicated. Man makes religion, and, and you can't do this, and you can't do that, and you can't say this, and you can't go this place, and all that kind of thing. But for those of us that are in relationship with the Lord, hallelujah, he takes us where we are. Wherever we, he finds us, hallelujah, uh, that's where he uh, takes us, and he changes us. We, we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't have to compare myself uh, to our uh, uh, prophetess Joan. No, I don't. Hallelujah. Whatever he's taking her through, whatever he's telling her, that's their personal relationship. The Bible says that he's a personal God uh, to a personal people. Salvation is personal. So I can't sit back and look and say, well, I believe that, you know, uh, our sister Juanette should be doing this or that. Hallelujah. Because I don't know where she is in her walk. Hallelujah. I can't compare her to me. I don't know where she came from. And so it's very important that we work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling, that we make sure that we're doing what God's called us to do. Hallelujah. I can't uh, decide uh, what uh, our sister Regina should be doing. And when she should be doing it, glory to God. God has taken her through her walk in the way that he knows. He knows what she came out of, and he knows where she's going. And so he's going to lead her maybe a little different. But at the end of the day, hallelujah, we're all trying to make it, glory to God, uh, to the end of this race. And we're going to learn how to run this race with patience that's been set before us. Hallelujah. I see some people sprinting past me. I'm like, wow, look at that. <laughs> Come on now, you're in the race. And you see some people look like, wow, they started out, you know, uh, maybe, you know, not as long as I have. And it seems like they're going a lot further and a lot quicker. 
But hallelujah, uh, you don't know where God's taking them. Come on now. And it looks like they're breezing past you. But I sometimes, I feel like that tortoise. You remember when we were little, we read that book with the tortoise and the hare, and the hare was running past the tortoise. <laughs> Man, a couple of times he ran so fast, the little tortoise spinned around. Yes, he did. But hallelujah, at the end of the day, that tortoise ended up winning the race. Because sometimes, you know, people are running too fast, and, and some people are in competition, and they're trying to get past you. But I read them the words the Bible said, the race isn't given to the swift, and neither to the strong, but to him that endureth unto the end. And so that's where I believe I come in, and I pray that's where you're coming in too. Don't look at anybody else and decide, well, so-and-so doing this now. Or I heard, you know, the church done, you know, made so-and-so, or they're going to uh, affirm so-and-so, or, or ordain so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. No, you just keep your eyes on Jesus. What he has for you, he has for you, and at the pace that he has it for you. He knows what's going on deep in your heart and what you need to be healed from. Hallelujah. I've seen people get on the top uh, of the ladder, glory to God, and boop, as quick as they got up there, I've seen them fall down. I've seen people put up uh, their family members or people that they liked, uh, you know, to do certain things and made them leaders, and they weren't ready, and they made a shipwreck of things. Hallelujah. Uh, anything that you do prematurely, glory to God, it's not going to work. It's not going to last. Hallelujah. I remember when I lived in uh, uh, New Jersey and uh, there was an area in uh, 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 East Orange where they had bought these uh, prefabricated houses. Have you ever seen them? One day there's no house there, and next thing you know they done put the whole house. I don't know if they bring it in on a trailer because I've never seen them do it, but I know that one day there's nothing in the field, and the next day you see all these houses, and they look like if, if it rains or, or the wind blows too hard, they're going to fall over. Hallelujah. Give me one of those old-fashioned old houses that's been standing for a while. Hallelujah. That somebody took their time and made a strong foundation. Hallelujah. Some of those older houses, they just need a little bit of refurbishing. And my, 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 they can stand another 100 years. But some of these newfangled houses, <laughs> I sound old like newfangled. Uh -huh. But I'm just saying, some of these houses that you see, are they coming up and they looking good on the outside. Yes, they are. Hallelujah. But they also look like, to me, many of them, a little one matchstick, and it's over. But I'm saying that to say that uh, sometimes it seems like, Lord, it's just taking a long time. Hallelujah. Uh, you promised me that a long time ago. But God knows when you're ready. Come on now. Somebody need to hear that this morning. A lot of us don't cook like we used to with those uh, slow pressure cookers, remember? Some of y'all still might. Hallelujah. I remember that I would go to my mother's friend's house. She would do our hair and she would always be cooking some kind of roast or something. And those um, pots, come on now, the overlooking pots, and they have a little top. And it would take a long time. And the whole house, though, would be smelling like, yes. And I'd be hoping that she takes long enough to do my hair so that by the time it's finished, hallelujah, I'm still at her house. <laughs> so I can get a little bit of whatever's cooking in them pots. Well, glory to God. Some of us in them slow cooker pressures, pressure cookers. You know what I'm saying. Don't make fun of me. Mm -hmm. And it's taken us a while. But, baby, when that food will come out, that roast will be all moist and juicy. Hallelujah. I don't want to be quick. Hallelujah. Like many of us. Now, you know we all use in the microwave. Yes, I know I do, too. And even my son, like, Ma, you should put it in the oven. 
it'll be crunchy or it'll be this or that. You know, when you have little frozen things, I'd be like, mind your business. I don't have time for the way for the oven to heat up. Come on now. And then I got to cook it in the oven longer when I can put it in the microwave for two or three minutes. And so one day we had this kind of a fish, this crunchy fish that you get from, um, you know, the stores in a bag. And, and so he said, Ma, just let me uh, make it for you. I was like, Caleb, you right. This tastes much better than my little soggy fish. Glory to God. I put in the microwave for a few minutes. Well, some of us are soggy in certain areas because we rushed it along. Hallelujah. We decided I'm ready now. Hallelujah. Uh, some of us have uh, uh, moved prematurely. Glory to God. And so now as we're getting older, Hallelujah, we're learning the, uh, the reasoning why God takes his time. Uh, but some things, so I got to tell the truth, it just really seems like he's taking a long time to do some things. But guess what? The things I've found that I've waited for, glory to God, uh, they've been the best blessings. Hallelujah. And you already know that. And so I'm glad this morning that I belong to him, and I'm glad that you belong to him, because God takes such good care of the things and the people that belong to him. Hallelujah. Let's see what our girl Joyce, what's she talking about today? Hiya today, Shabbat. Uh, Joyce is another one. When I first saw Joyce come out, uh, glory to God, uh, she was, uh, uh, I think she was almost 60 years old. Hallelujah. Uh, and so God took a while to cook her too, but she went through a lot. And she had, she always tell her own testimony that, um, you know, she had to come through many obstacles and, and pain and hurt. But look where she is now. Glory to God. She waited on the Lord. Hallelujah. And look what God did for her. We're going to wait on the Lord, right, family? Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you for teaching us how to wait patiently on you and to trust you. And we're so glad. I'm glad I belong to the household of faith. Hallelujah. Joyce said, Steps of Faith. There was a certain man there who had suffered with a deep-seated and lingering disorder for 38 years. When Jesus noticed him lying there helpless, knowing that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, Do you want to become well? John 5 five through six. Maybe you've had so much fear in your life for so long that you can't see how you can ever be free from it. I have experienced a lot of fear in my own life, and I know it takes a lot of courage to face what you fear the most. But God's promises are not for especially selected few people. They are for everyone. If God can help anyone at all, he can help you face your fears. God's promises offer hope and an opportunity for a life, I'm sorry, for a new life for you, a life lived boldly and aggressively instead of by fear and uncertainty. I can assure you that taking the steps of faith you need to do in order to enjoy a life of freedom is definitely not as difficult as staying in bondage for the rest of your life. We need to remember that God is our partner and realize that he has a part and we have a part. When we do our part, praying and stretching our spiritual muscles in faith, each time we confront fear, it becomes smaller and smaller. Now, you know she's teaching this morning. Hallelujah. Her prayer is, Lord, show the steps of faith I must take to break any bondages of fear in my life. I cling to your promises to live with boldness and certainty. Amen. Uh, it seems like for the last maybe couple of weeks, 
a joy um, joy Joyce has been teaching about fear, and I think that's important because fear has so many components. Fear has made many of us veer off of the uh, the, the road and the plan that God had for our life uh, to go back into uh, catch and, and take hold of some things uh, that are familiar to us and some things that have kept us in bondage. Uh, a lot of times, for those of us that have never been addicted to things, we don't understand. And that used to be um, the problem I would have with my husband. That even I think I told you that for one time, for four years, you know, he was living a uh, drug free. Glory to God. And I've had thought that we had gotten over the hurdle. But hallelujah, when a, a tragedy came or a big problem came, he would reach back to what he knew. And that's why a lot of times people relapse. It might not be an addiction for all of us, but sometimes it just might be a way that we were doing things, and it wasn't getting us anywhere, but it's familiar. It's easier. And so we're learning, hallelujah, that in this faith walk, we must keep our eyes on Jesus, looking unto him the author and the finisher of our faith, because the enemy has so many tricks and plans to pull us back. It's nothing worse. And many of us have been through this, that it seems like we've made some progress, and then we just want to hit our own self on the head. We don't need anybody else to badger us. We feel like, oh, my goodness, I was doing so good, and now I'm messed up. And many times you find yourself back at the starting line. But I would rather, how will you continue to make ground than just to stay at the starting line, to stay where I've been uh, in bondage or hindered. And that's where you see so many people, you know, especially in New York on Skid Row and, you know, the Bowery, uh, glory to God. You have doctors, you have lawyers, you have people that were in high self-esteem, uh, people esteem them highly. And if you go and you speak to many, especially down in the Bowery, I've never been to Skid Row in uh, California, but I have, uh, I had my, uh, my very first guy that I told you I left my house and I went and moved in, you know, when I was 18, uh, he started working in that area. And so a lot of times when I would leave his job, uh, glory to God, uh, they would be there, um, you know, hustling or, you know, asking for money. And I always have been the same. I would talk to people and you find out where people came from and you just like, wow. How did you get uh, so far back? It's because instead of them continuing when they came to a, a block or an obstacle, many didn't have Jesus, and, and many didn't know what to do, and so they found themselves stagnant. And anything that's stagnant isn't moving, and it starts smelling, and your life starts smelling. Uh, just like those of us have ever had a, a flood or, or something in your house that backs up, you know, your, your sink or something, and, and you have a... Um, a clog and the sink won't go down. That, uh, what a stinks because it's not flowing. It's not going where it should be going. It's not ebbing and tiding. It's not coming in and out. It's just stagnant. And stagnant water, it attracts uh, mosquitoes and bugs and it stinks. And many of us in our life, even though we have Jesus, we're like that uh, man by the uh, pool of Bethesda that just, you know, wasn't able to uh, make it and was waiting for others uh, to put him into the pool so that he could, uh, you know, be made whole. But I want to let you know that you belong to God. And no matter what you've been through, no matter how long you've been sitting there, no matter if the situation is even stinking, that your father loves you enough that he'll reach into that stagnant water, uh, that smelly whatever it is, and if you just grab his hand, he'll pull you out. And you can start all over again. 
You can continue. It's nothing worse than just standing still. Hallelujah. And many of us in our uh, relationship with him, we're in the same place. We used to get up and, 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 you know, have a, you know, one minute of prayer. Hallelujah. And we haven't progressed from that. We're still doing that one minute prayer. Glory to God. Uh, yes, prayer, you can just say, help me, Jesus. That's a prayer. But after you've been saved for a certain amount of time, now you need to take it a little bit further. Don't stay in that same place that you were. Hallelujah. Keep moving, glory to God. Give it five minutes at least. For those that don't really fast, glory to God, I, I get sick or blah, 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 then fast TV or, or fast something that you like to do. But move from that place of do nothing. Move from that place of where you've been sitting for so long. God has so much more for us. For years, God was saying, you know, you need to write a book. My son was telling me since I lived in Jersey, and I knew it myself, too. But I didn't write it because I was like, everybody and their grandmother writing a book. I don't want to write a book, too. I have so many people I know that are writing books. Ain't nobody reading them. And so that's one thing that I did learn from my past mentor. He wrote uh, two books now, and he said that he decided to write the book when he felt it was the time and when he knew that he had people that wanted to read it. Well... Same thing. And I didn't even realize that I had taken his advice or that that's how God does things. God has a timing. Hallelujah. We can't say, well, I'm not going to do it because others are doing it or I'm not going to do it because I don't feel like it. God has a timing. There's a flow to everything that God does. And get in his flow. Hallelujah. Uh, become a part of that river that's moving. Hallelujah. Don't be on that uh, river or that uh, thing now. It's just a puddle that stinks. Come on now. You've been sitting, <laughs> You've been sitting in that puddle. Hallelujah. Come on out of that puddle. Hallelujah. Uh, glory to God. I always say that you can't go any further than your leader. Well, your leader now, she's running for real because uh, I don't have any time to waste. And I'm trying to pull as many of you as I can with me. Some of y'all have some books inside of you. Some of you have some plays. Hallelujah. I don't know if Elder Rose is on the line, but I just when I said plays, I saw her face. She already did her CD, awesome CD. I keep saying it. I'm not saying it because she's my sister because I ain't going to lie, especially on uh, God's uh, a phone line, mm-mm, not I. Get her CD. Hallelujah. Uh, support other people so that when you do what you got to do, people will support you. Our uh, sister Denise Baxter, evangelist prophetess Denise Baxter, same thing with her. Uh, she got some plays inside of her, and some of you all might too. Our uh, evangelist Pat Oglesby, she got some songs that she's supposed to write. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't care if she's mad. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's some songs in her that she needs to not just to be singing uh, for the Lord, but writing some songs, because God gives her songs during the day. Yes, he does, and I'm not with her, but I know what I'm saying, and uh, maybe you might want to get with our um, Elder Rose, and she'll uh, show you how she did what she did, because she made a beautiful, hallelujah, top-notch, professional, uh, glory to God, anointed CD. And everybody on this line, that's why God would bring this message this morning, has something that you're supposed to be doing for your Lord. And some of you, he told you all years ago, just like he told Apostle, but I'm glad that yes, yesterday, I said, it is done. The only thing I have to do now is the acknowledgements and the, you know, whatever that is in the beginning, the forward. That'll take two seconds. But I'm saying that to say that uh, to complete a task, to do what God's called you to do, you feel so much better, glory to God. You know why? Because you were anointed to do it. You were born to do it. Hallelujah. You came here on this side of heaven to do it. 
Now do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do it. You'll feel better. I know. Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, we come first of all just to say thank you. God, I thank you for all the things that's going to come, hallelujah, through this ministry, through these people. Oh, yes, Lord. I thank you for all the things that you have for us to do. We're going to run this race with patience that's been set before us. We're not going to have fear, glory to God. Hallelujah. We're not going to worry about who's thinking what. And and no, no, no. We're going to trust you. You that's begun a good work in us, you will complete it until that day. And we know that. Thank Thank you that you allowed us to still be here. Many have slept with their works undone, but that's not going to be our testimony. No, we're going to complete and finish and run this race with patience. Yes, we are. Hallelujah. And so, Father, that when we stand before you, we already know that you love us, but we want you. To, we want to hear, well done, mm-hmm. my good and faithful servant. Enter into your rest. And so, Father, we're thanking you this day that our life is in your hands. Lead us and guide us. Father, you know what each person on this line stands in need of. Please bless them. Whatever they have need of, Father, I'm asking that you would provide it, whether it's healing, provision, reconciliation, uh, starting that project, finishing the project that you've given them, whatever it is, Father, I'm believing with them that it is done and that it is so. Father, please don't forget Jerusalem. Bless her with peace. And don't forget your children today, Father. We're covering our schools and our school buses and our uh, teachers and our principals and everyone, Father, that's uh, uh, helping and, and helping to shape and mold our children. My, my, my. Have mercy, Father. This is our prayer. Don't forget your children all around this world, Father, that have need of you. We're asking all of this in the name of Jesus the Christ, and we're calling it done. Amen and amen. Father, please touch our Pastor Cassie's body now. Father, I'm asking it. Cretende robacha. And thank you. Don't Please don't forget about Sister Stephanie either. Hallelujah. Uh, that has pneumonia. God, I thank you that it's fixed. It's done. That her lungs have drained. And that she's every which way made whole. I'm asking this in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen. I love you. I'll see you. Those of you that have school of ministry, hey, wasn't it awesome? I'll see you at 7. Glory to God. And for the rest of you, I'll see you at a Magnificent Monday at 10 p.m. with our prophetess Felicia, who's doing such an excellent job. I love you. God bless you. Enjoy your day. <laughs>